doing. Reviewed Bad Batch, episode 11. If you Back want to, to Clone Wars. If you want to hear that up, it's up. It's live. It's ready for you. It's hot. Same day. We felt bad about the last time <laughs> me taking a trip. Yeah, I mean, we were, we're hitting home runs today. Yeah. Recording left and right. I had a panic attack at the start of last episode. <laughs> you covered it very well. Covered it up. Yeah. Well, when you've had thousands of them over the years, you're kind of like, that's eh, probably not a stroke. Yeah. Probably not a stroke, Tom. There have been times where I've been on the verge of losing consciousness because my blood sugar has been so low yeah and i've been able to just like power through it center yourself yeah yeah <laughs> i have beads of cold sweat oh yeah <laughs> going down my face oh you just gotta power through sometimes yeah sometimes you just gotta take it upon yourself you dig deep <laughs> you tell yourself this ain't happening right until now. someone looks at you and it's like is everything okay and you're like oh no not no. at all <laughs> <laughs> this is bad <laughs> this is not good uh yeah so free falling Free on. A couple a couple meanings for me in this episode. <laughs> yeah. One very literally. Yeah. <laughs> which is a great. <laughs> it was a great moment. <laughs> uh, and also, I, I, I think I had enough of this arc. Yeah. I, I was done. It was still a good arc. It was a good arc overall. Yeah. But it was not our best arc. Yeah. No, we've had better. Ryloth was better. This was kind of Geonosis level for me. Yeah. It, it had some highlights, it had some lowlights, and by the end, I was ready for it to be done. I feel like it could have been boiled down to two. It could have. Yeah. And this episode really stretched thin. But it was, it was still good. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, compared to where we've been, yeah. we're, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting in the shade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but how you doing? Good. What's going on here? Oh, not much. Got the bidet. Got the yeah, bidet. Yeah, the bidet came in. We, we discussed, you know, got it. For my affliction, it'd be <laughs> yes. nice to have a bidet. Yeah. You know, it's going to be nice not to wipe my ass 40 times a day. You See, know? One, of the, one of the luxurious things about the bidet is, yeah. and you'll find out, every once in a while, once in a blue moon, you'll uh, take care of your business in the morning, take a shower at some point, and then you get out of the shower and you feel some grumbles. And you and gotta, you're like, yep. son of a bitch. And that's the last time you want to go again. It's the yeah. worst. Yep. And this takes care of that problem. Yeah. See, now working from home with my affliction has been great. Yeah. Because I can just shower whenever I yeah. want. Yeah. Uh, which has been helpful. But like with the state fair coming up, I'm dreading it, man. <laughs> I might not go this year. Honestly, I might not go. No, you just got to get the uh, they get your travel size packet of wet wipes. You just get those guys and you're good to go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're really uh, grossing out the listeners here yeah, to start. Two episodes in a row, we start off talking about talking about poo. It was. A, it, I mean, it was the, in the title of the last episode, <laughs> so you almost have to address again. But yes, the bidet has arrived, you made and, it your own. and the reviews on the box are just glowing. It's great. One of the reviews says, "Like, uh, you'll review life as L B B and L A D, life before <laughs> bidet and life after bidet, or whatever the fuck I." Yeah, uh, you got the Lux brand, which is the brand I have too. If they want to sponsor the the Clonecast, feel free. Yeah, this this was my life before the bidet. 
<laughs> and this is my life after the baby. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's a live read. Oh, yeah. We should be getting paid for these spots. We're doing great. Yeah, Lux Bidet, our new sponsor. I got the Neo 120 model off Amazon.com for a cool 40 bucks. Use the promo code. They have a code, used one. Use the promo code CloneCast. Yeah, CloneCast Tom shit his pants. <laughs> that's our promo code. They have a used ones on there for Amazon. I was I like, know, oh, you can save too. eight bucks. I was yeah. like, nah, no, I think uh, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll yeah. forward the like, eight Do they bucks. dip that thing in bleach before they send it out, <laughs> yeah. or what are they doing? No, nah, I think I'll spend the extra eight bucks, you know? Yeah. I'll I'll really, uh, I'll, I'll dive into the pockets for this one, and oh, the pockets are getting thin, baby. <laughs> yeah. You're taking a bath. Let's not talk about that. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, what's going on? How's work? I haven't heard much about work lately this week. Oh, it sucks. Yeah? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah? It's not good. Not good? Not having a great time at work. Oh, boy. A little stress. How's work for you? That's uh, it's better. Yeah. It's better. It's good. That's good. I get to see our new office for the first time. Where is the office? Uh, it's in Minneapolis in the North Loop. Oh, it's in the North Loop. Yeah. They really built up that North Loop. Yeah. That it's was nice. all like that was all warehouses like 10 I know. years ago. Well, now it, it's it still is. It's just all They turned all the warehouses yeah. into into like office tech, and tech yeah, and luxury apartments. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in the North Loop. Yeah, and you I have for- a good view. Uh, decent view. It's right. It's right by Target Field. Oh yeah, so you can um, see Target Field from. There? I don't know if we can see the actual field, but you can see the building. Okay. Um, but I forgot what traffic was after yeah. this last couple of years. Like I drove downtown and oof. Oh, I did lift after work yesterday, and I've been getting up early at two thirty. Yeah. It, like I've dealt with little traffic since I started doing it again, but yesterday, oh my, it was bad today. So I left here yesterday, and I got a ride request two minutes from my house. It brought me all the way to Elk River. Oh, my God. And Elk River, honestly, like, that's... Okay, so for people that don't know, this is Twin City Talk. Twin God, City I should talk. have had Wade's song on there already. <laughs> Sorry, Wade. Um, I don't have it right now. But um, Elk River is a northern suburb, if you want to call it a suburb. Yeah. It's out there. So it's like a 45-minute drive from here, and I'm like 10 minutes north of downtown. Yep. So it was a haul. And when you get out there, it's on this, like, just highway you know and it's there's lights and there's a lot of people that actually live out there and this was rush hour so it was like you get to the stoplight and it would be backed up for like 200 300 yards and i had to wait like five minutes twice at stoplights which was ridiculous so anyways i dropped this person off in elk river and then i'm like all right i'm turning it off and i'm setting it to i only want to work my way back to downtown so i set a destination ride I immediately get another request. And I was like, okay, cool. I thought it would bring me like 15 minutes closer or something. No. This brought me all the way. St. Cloud? Shakopee. <laughs> no, I mean, it brought... I said I want to go closer to Minneapolis. So it brought me closer to Minneapolis. But for those that don't know, Shakopee is all the way south. It's like Elk River and Shakopee are both like it's the north and south poles of twin city suburbs they are outer rim suburbs yes it's the north and south legitimately out on the outside rim of the suburbs going north from south so rush hour traffic to shakopee now you think a highway is bad going into elk river because of the bad lights it is but you go south to shakopee all the way north to south so i have to hit fucking 694 169 all the bastards all the sons of bitches had to hit them all. <laughs> it was an hour and 10 minute drive. And I had drank a large pop before this, too, because, you know, I'm a pop guy. Oh, so, the worst. oh, the bladder was moving. <laughs> the bladder was going. 
I'll take the bladder over fucking shit in my pants, though, any day of the week. But could you imagine if I had a colitis flare in the middle of that? Oh, my God. Oh. What would you do? Can you cancel mid-ride? I mean, I would probably, tell just the have, I'd probably like, have to tell the pastor, like, I got to pull over. Hey, buddy, you got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ben, I got to pull over. I'll pause the thing or something. Uh, I'll give you a $5 out of my pocket. I got to take a shit. No. But so, yeah, it was insane. Was that your, did you just call it a night after Shakopee then? No, I was like, there was a ride bonus that I wanted to hit mm. coming up. So then I had a 20-minute ride from Shakopee to Apple Valley. No, that's not bad. Not bad, but I hate those suburbs yeah. out there. I fucking hate the southern suburbs. And then from Apple Valley to Rosemount, which was like 10, 15 minutes. And then I was like, all right, one more ride and I get my bonus. So I started working my way through Invergrove. No requests were coming in. And I got a request right over by uh, Concord. Yeah. On 494. That's like where I used to live. And it brought me all the way to Golden Valley. Holy shit. Perfect, though. <laughs> That's perfect for me. Yeah, that absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Wow, they hate this. This was terrible. <laughs> Sorry. I know. But th- that's like three really long rides. That was yeah, another half an hour ride. Yeah, so. at least it puts you right back to where you started. Yeah. From, though. Put me where I needed to be. Got back here. You know? Yeah. It's great. But yeah, those first two rides, man, that was a bear. Yeah. It, oh, God. Oh. And you Anyways. got no way of knowing that for, with Lyft, do you? It's just like whatever pops up on Once your Once you get gold... You do, but I'm still a few points away from redeeming gold again. Uh, okay. It's like gold. I'm a silver driver right now. Then there's gold, and then there's platinum. I was platinum before I quit doing it. Oh, I'm a good driver. <laughs> Five stars and a clean car, baby. <laughs> um, but once I get gold back, it will give me the, once a ride comes in, it will say the person's name instead of, just now it just says the person's name, and you just hit accept. Now it will say the person's name, and it will give me the general direction, like 20 minutes northeast uh, or so. Okay. That'll be nice to get that back. Well, cool. Yeah, it was way too much lift talk. We're gonna <laughs> have to have come with a lift talk. We segment need now. like a Twin Cities chat theme. Well, we'll put it together. Um, they but- should just give us a fucking talk show on like my talk one hundred seven point one. I've I've said it before when we've been, t- we've been talking about like pod promotion yeah. and stuff. It's like there are s- the market is flooded with Star Wars podcasts. We're the only Twin Cities part. I want to be the premier Twin, Twin Cities, Cities Star, Star Wars, Wars podcast. podcast. Yes. <laughs> We're going to go to all the local conventions. <laughs> so way to Noah. That's on you, brothers. We'll bring in all of the local yeah. Twin Cities anchors and get their opinion on Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no. I really want to hear what Tom well, Bernard what has to say about Star Wars. I don't want to hear what Tom Bernard has to say. It would be very bad and racist. <laughs> um, what what the fuck is stopping them from putting them on like 107.1? Yeah. We're better than the shit they got on there. That yeah. my talk, whoever's on there, I haven't listened to the radio in years. Yeah, we're coming for you. <laughs> oh, we're coming for you. Um, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just your neighbors wearing VR goggles oh, yeah, outside Fuck. when I pulled up. Okay, so Adam pulls up <laughs> and he's like, you see what's going thing. on out there? And I was like, no, what are they doing now? Because as we've mentioned before, they like to sit in the front yard and throw a lot of trash around. <laughs> it's a very it's a it's a frat house. It's what it is. It's a fucking frat house. And so I look out there. There's two guys with VR headsets, <laughs> VR headsets in their front yard, just waving around the wands, the hand wand things. I have never seen anything like that before. By so life. those are wireless, obviously. Was the PlayStation, it wasn't outside the PlayStation? I think it might be Oculus. It was an Oculus? I don't know. Okay. But yeah, two people, VR headsets. It's, it's not like you're going to walk up and be like, well, what do you got there? Oculus yeah. or, you know, P- PlayStation and VR. one dude in the middle of them outside. Just I've sitting there. I've never seen that. 
It's a trip, man. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know. They seem to be having the time of their lives. They <laughs> seem to be having a good time over there. Who do you think just was just like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's get these VR headsets out there. I would love it if the program that they were watching was just like some kind of wilderness. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like when I see people with that on, it's like, I feel like that's for like exploring like the world or something mm-hmm. in some sort of new way. And that's just like, I, you know, maybe it like projects dinosaurs onto like, oh, cool. did you see what's going on at the convention center this weekend? No. Big dinosaur show. Seriously? Oh, I want to go. Is it like the, the robot animatronic Yeah, ones? there's like 60 of them. <laughs> I got to go. I have to go to that. How much are tickets? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I would love I'll to, spend it. I need to start going to just cool, random shit. Oh, like yeah. That. Like that. I've wanted to go to a monster truck rally since I've been an adult. Oh, I'm turned off on those. I've been. I went as a kid and like loved them. I'd go as an adult. I'll go to a rodeo. I don't give a shit. It's just fun, fun, random shit to yeah. do. And it, when you've gone through COVID, it kind of yeah. just was like, fuck, when you're six months into COVID, and you haven't done shit. Man, I would love to go to a rodeo and have a fucking beer. Do you, you know? know? What, do you know what I was gonna do? And I was committed because I I had only been like once, and it's just random and stupid. I was committed. I was gonna go to the car show. Oh, the Minneapolis Auto yeah. Show. I was like going to buy tickets, but it like the last one was happening in March of 2020. Okay, and I was like, here we go, and it was like right when COVID hit. I got to see these dinosaurs, man. It's a good show. I've heard good Whoa, things. That's going to be a wild ride. They got the. Do they have any like 3D kind of like Oculus type stuff with it? I don't know. Do I you need they, it? I I know they're they, life size. I know, but they do like the mixture of the two. They got a full size T Rex. The merging of the two. You get some like VR stuff with the T Rex animatronic stuff. Oh, so like you see the animatronics, you put it on, then maybe he's in front of a jungle. Or yeah, there's other like huge things behind him. I I just I just remember that I heard about that on the radio because when I'm driving around Lyft, I heard about the radio. Uh, dinosaur Minneapolis convention. <laughs> oh, it's popping up, baby. <laughs> it is popping up. Let's see, Dinosaur Minneapolis Convention Center. Let's see here, Dino Stroll Minneapolis. Yes, the Dino Stroll rolls into the Minneapolis Convention Center. Children under two, military and veterans are free. I am now a military veteran. <laughs> Stolen valor to see some dinosaurs. I show up. I show up in my dad's old marine fatigues just so I can look at the dinosaurs. One ticket, please. <laughs> I will take a ticket. Ooh. All right. I should probably look at these when we're not recording. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get really distracted. Oh, I can't wait. I got to do it. I'm not going to do it. I won't end up doing it. I won't end up doing it. It's fine, though. It's fine. Anything else we should talk about? No, let's get into the app. Well, we got to do... Well, we got the... Yeah, yeah. We got things that we got to do. It's only because I'm so in love. No. (laughs) No, it's because I'm so in love with you. Dinosaur. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Were you a big dinosaur guy as a kid? Loved them. Oh, God. I still am to this day. That was the first thing I remember being like into. And I think every boy is at certain point into dinosaurs as a kid. Oh, well, like when I go to Targets and I go into the section and just like check out the Star Wars toys, see if there's anything that would be cool for the studio. I always walk by the Jurassic Park toys. <laughs> 
They got this Brachiosaurus. <laughs> or maybe it's an Apatosaurus. I don't know. Brachiosaurus, has that been debunked? I don't know. I heard it no, was. No, it's Brontosaurus that's been debunked. I can't remember. Brontosaurus was just like an Apatosaurus and like some like fucking crazy archaeologist like added some bones or something I heard it got debunked him. and then rebunked. Ooh, rebunk. Yeah. I love a good rebunk. <laughs> Gotta love God, it. We are turning into a Seinfeld episode. It's fine. It's fine. No, but I walk by. I, we'll say a Patasaurus because I know that's real. And I walk by it. It's like 50 bucks and it's probably like a foot tall. Yeah. Every fucking time. I'm just like. <laughs> I, one one day. Yeah, one day I will. <laughs> Maybe after this, I'll just drive down there and just little retail therapy. When I was four or five, I was convinced. I was like, oh, I'm going to be an archaeologist. Oh, I, yeah. I don't need to know anything else. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm going to do with the yeah. rest of my life. And then all these dreams that you have. Slowly fade away. Slowly fade away. I was in Target the other night, and it kind of just hit me. I was like, dude, you're a 37-year-old guy, and you're just walking around <laughs> by yourself in Target, and you just left the toy section, <laughs> yeah. and now you're going to get some frozen chicken to heat up. <laughs> Dude, I had a straight up like massive existential crisis in the middle of Target. I was just like, "What? What is this? <laughs> what am I doing? What? what <laughs> why am I thus? <laughs> like, why do I exist?" I I rode that wave for a while. Like, I remember like ten or eight years ago, something. I remember being in Target, looking at the Legos, and mm -hmm. thinking, "Okay, if anyone asks me, you're looking for your. I'm kid. looking for my brother. It's my brother's okay, birthday." Yeah. And I've, like, gotten through that. I'm oh, yeah. over the hill on that, and I just don't give a shit anymore. So it's like, no, oh, I'm looking at Legos. I don't give a shit. No, I don't care anymore either. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went in there, uh, you know. I'll start a conversation with a seven-year-old. Be like, hey, you get a, you get yeah. an eye on the new TIE fighter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't. it was just, I don't know. I haven't had uh, uh, an existential crisis like that in a while. Like, I, I had one for, like, four months straight where it was every day I got up and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And that's when I was what reading all those life? philosophy books, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, that's what spawned that. Luckily, I got out of that phase. Just like, ah, fuck it. Read some Star Wars books for a year. Yeah. You know? I read way too much philosophy last year. It's getting dark, baby. That's what I was telling you. You got to go see my therapist. He's he's a nutball. He's he, well, It'll be good fodder for the pod. All right. But if you go see him, he has great, like, he's he's a PhD, so he's, like, He's been in psychology for a while, but he'll recommend books. That's where I got that one drama, The Gifted Child okay. book recommendation. Yeah. Um, but he'll actually recommend like philosophy books that may help what you're going through. Okay. As opposed to like Nietzsche, which will just yeah. like bring you down. Yep. Breaking news. Tom's been depressed. <laughs> um, what are we doing? We got to come on. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is the mail thing. Yeah. So depressed Kenobi. Howdy, depressed Kenobi. I don't know when depressed Kenobi is going to hear this because they're going to have to catch up. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't wait for depressed Kenobi. I know to come I can't back. wait. It's the Holy be a Trinity. Triumph. Yes, the Holy Trinity. Um, the Ithorian historian. Ithorian historian re requested a new song, and I, for the life of me, I couldn't find it. So <laughs> I guess we're just gonna have to go with Lollipop again. Sorry, Ithorian historian. <laughs> I'll get it by next time. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. It is starting to grow on me, though. It is a catchy little number. <laughs> and of course, back in action. We got two legs of the Trinity. There's a tripod. Yeah. We got two of them. So it's kind of balancing, I think. Bipod? Well, we got a biped right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, when it's full power, tripod. It's triped? It's what tripod. do you call the tripods that are just the one? Have you ever seen those that you screw the camera on top of? It's just like <laughs> one pole. <Stick. laughs> it's just a stick. 
What's a, a, a monopod? A monopod. A monopod. But yes, the president of Norway. You'll know. Oh. It's nice to have him back. I'm glad he'll know back. Me too. Yeah. I love seeing their face when they get the... <laughs> I know. Just that zoomed in <laughs> selfie. It's fucking great. We love you, Ilno. Welcome back. The Nordic model. Great president. We gotta go to Norway one of these days. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, the international tour will include France and Norway. I got a friend in Denmark. Oh, you do? Yeah. He okay. loves it. Uh, Kurt might be moving to Germany. Really? So if we want to get in fights with some Germans, we could go there. We just need friends in all of these different spots. Yes. No, but I'm just saying, if you if you go where Kurt's going, you've seen Kurt when he gets a few <laughs> beers in him. <sighs> just slowly that back away. The, I'm not with this guy. That was the greatest, one of the greatest nights of my life that I turned, like, initially, I was like, this is going to be a fucking catastrophe. This is really going like, to get off the rails if we go doing? to this story. And it ended up being awesome. Oh, yeah. No, the one that one ad, we won't get into it, but the one thing <laughs> I just asked you at one point, I looked at you just with my <laughs> mouth agape, shaking my head, and I was like, "Where did this guy come from?" And you just looked at me, and you were like, "I don't know, Matamida, <laughs> <laughs> which is a Twin City suburb, yes, <laughs> Middle Ring." <laughs> Anyways, uh, Eliza, aka a drop. Of magic on Twitter. Jaley, you are a bold one on Twitter, the official artisan of the pod. Jaley sent in, now we, we sent out uh, a clone cast bat signal to get some clone names. Yeah. And we got some good response so far. We're going to give it another episode, just let it, people trickle yeah. in here as we can get some more. Um, but Jaley sent in some really good ones. But Jaley is also requesting a sounder that we haven't used for quite some time. <laughs> For clone deaths, and I played it. At the I start completely of the forgot about it. Yeah, I beat the shit out of it for a few yeah. episodes early on. But we got the Lego Yoda death sound, <laughs> and I'll just play that whenever we mention a clone death from now on. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so thanks for reminding me about that sound effect, Jelly. I mean, I completely forgot about it. I used it pretty much early on. I don't know when the last time we've, I used it was. We've done enough episodes now that we have done bits that I've like forgotten about. Oh yeah. I mean, there was so many sound effects that I have just buried away that we don't... Like, I'm just scrolling through them here now. Like, there are so many. <laughs> so many. Just imagine how many we'll have when this thing wraps up. Remember this turd? Preview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many good ones. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. I'm going to see if there's... Oh, all right. Since we mentioned the clones, I'll just drop this one. <laughs> If any one of you clone cast and I've we've gotten a bunch in here. Um, <laughs> if anybody can top gear shift, I have not read them all yet. Full disclosure, we will we will get to them. We're gonna have like a thing where we pick our best ones. And if anybody can top gear shift, gear shift is great. <laughs> if if I can envision a Geonosian zombie dragging a clone away to its death, how and it sounds and and the and something is better than somebody screaming gear shift. You're going to win clone casting over the year. How elated would you be if you walked into a Target and you're just expecting just bare shelves and you walk in and there's a gear shift action figure with a zombie Geonosian? <laughs> I would be so happy. I would be so fucking happy. God, gear shift is just an absolute legend. <laughs> fucking gear shift. Where did they come up with these things? 
All right, one more sound. Room. I want to see mountains again. Mountains, Gandalf. All right, mountains. All right. Um, Celine in Paris, the Parisian princess. Always lovely when we hear from Celine. We had an email from her last mm-hmm. episode, and that was really great. Boons my spirits. Yeah. Boons my spirits when I think of, uh, you know, the, the Eiffel Tower and relaxing with a baguette and bonjour, you know. <laughs> That's when, Tom, the depression just fades away for a moment. Um, Jules. El Davio. I still don't know what El Davio means. We'll figure it out. I'm just going to go with the soccer team until somebody tells me different. So go El Davio. Beat everybody on the pitch. <laughs> oh, here we go. Are you ready for it? Are you ready? Here it comes. You Travel it. through hyperspace in like Dustin Crops, boy. Looking everywhere. Yep. Want a sheep? Rural Farm Boy checking in from the country, sending those sweet, sweet retweets. The official <laughs> retweeter of the pod. <laughs> the four horsemen of the email apocalypse. Noah Blight. <laughs> Noah, you need to leave a five-star review, by the way. Wade did. <laughs> Death did, but Blight apparently can't. So, Noah, that is your mission. Uh, Steven, famine. The middle, you know, a fam- feast or famine is not the, it's famine is the one of the horsemen of death. But we call it feast or famine with Steven because sometimes he feasts, sometimes he's and famine. he drops off the map for months on end. Yeah. And once he catches up, because he's currently re-listening to some episodes or listening to new ones that he hasn't listened to yet, he's going to be like, man, these guys. What was the <laughs> one he mentioned? Um, Senate spy? I think was it was R2 one? Come Home. R2 Come Home. I yeah. think there, I think we declared him dead. I don't remember. That was remember. the one where he was like, hey, you guys mentioned me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, buckle up, buddy. <laughs> buckle up, buddy. <laughs> we don't ever say anything negative. No, it's of course just, not. We just joke with it. Like, Stephen was here and now he's gone. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the leader of the four horsemen of the email apocalypse, Joshua War, the Archangel. Joshua and VA. Hello, Joshua. Thank you for your. Listenership. All right. Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod on Twitter. Check out their Teespring. They got some good. And like I said, they, they circumvent those trademarks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from a certain point of skew at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. Matt from from a certain point of skew actually sent over some uh, clone names as well. Yeah. So we got them. Um, and Vader's Thoughts at Vader Thinks. Vader Thinks. Currently on a sabbatical, but check them out. Uh, a lot of good episodes in the backlog. Um, and Jar Jar thinks Pod Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Hey, the Michaela. adventure continues. Hey, hey Michaela, how's it going? <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I don't have my bat signal ready this time, but Patrick the Hut, still nothing. Nothing. <sighs> this is it. Not even playing the bat signal for you this time, Patrick the Hut. Last chance. Last chance. Summer dance. KDWB. <laughs> Twin City talk. That's what we should do. If if someone doesn't respond to the the bat signal, they fall off listener appreciation, and we bring in somebody new. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's actually we there. Do. We go. So we'll set a certain. You know, we'll set it. We we'll got. We, give we can still bring in some new ones. Yeah. We can still bring in some new ones. But Patrick the Hut, yeah. <laughs> your jersey's about to be retired. Oh, uh, you're about to go the way. <laughs> you're about to go the way of gear shift, me boy. <laughs> message off the message. Greetings, exalted one. Allow me to introduce 
It doesn't help that I use like the most low energy version of the Zelda Overworld theme too. It's like it's like a, it's like a sad trombone. Speaking of which, sixteenth Skyward Sword remake is coming out. You gonna get that for Switch? For Switch. Now, how much did I mean? I'm getting it, but is it just like a remaster or they re? I think it's a remaster. Okay, but now it's like, but I don't have to use the stupid because it was originally for the Wii and you did the Wii Mote garbage, right? I think they still have that, but it's with Joy-Con. But I can also turn that off, right? I think you can, but then it's some weird directional thing with the Joy or the joystick. I don't know. I'm getting it regardless because I've never played it. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, um, so we have a lot of emails. Like we, we bitched about emails, <laughs> and we didn't have emails for a week, and now I'm, like, overloaded. So if we don't... So if we don't... Daily did send, like I said, send an email, but it's mostly just clone names and also talking about that. So we will uh, save Jaylee's for when we uh, pick some of these yep. uh, clone names, although I will say one is shit pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jaylee. Um, we... <laughs> I said Thorian Historian was going to send us about 40, and I didn't do a full count. Yes, about 40. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to save a good chunk of these um, for when we do the clone names. All right. Um, we have still, we have a bunch of his Twitter handles that he yep. cooked up um, that we're going to have. We have to figure out what to do with all this content he's feeding us. <laughs> yes, I he's know. basically writing for the show. <laughs> like, we're going to have to put him on salary. <laughs> He gets a producer credit for all of the stuff he's forwarded. He also declares himself the number one clone Casanova, so he'll know. You got some competition. Yeah, and when Depressed Kenobi comes back, she's going to have words. (laughs) (laughs) She's the original clone Casanova. She was clone Casanova before it was clone Casanova. Oh, her and Athorian Historian, they're going to come to blows, and they got to fight the four horsemen still, so they better get on the same page here. But Thorian Historian, we have all the. We're going to. We have to figure out something to do with this. Yeah, we we have to do something special with it. Um, so yeah, uh, we do have one from Wade and from a certain point of skew that I'm going to read. Um, so since you guys seem to be low on mailbag stuff, well, we were, but <laughs> no, yeah, Adam, no tears shed for the death of John Mahoney, Martin Crane. <laughs> he was my grandma's aunt's brother. <laughs> Apparently oh. he was a nice guy and he worked really hard to ditch his British accent. When I read that, I was like, I did not even I know he, no was he was British or that he ever had a British accent it was crazy to me. Um, so he does have two questions for us. So number one, what color and style lightsaber would you guys have? Um, I am a avowed green guy. I love the green. I'm a green guy all the way. And I, d- I would not go with curved. I go with a straightforward saber. I don't need any special things like Ren has coming out the hilt there. Yeah. I don't need any of that. I, no, I, it's just your straightforward, straightforward, yep. single button. Just, you know, fan, nothing fancy about it. Just a straightforward green boy. That's what I would I was playing around. There's a couple of websites where you can build your own. Um, and you oh, can, I like, remember play that. around yeah. with those. Oh, I, I, I found one I wanted bad. But it ended up costing like $600. Oh, really? I couldn't, I couldn't go. After you put it together, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is not a reasonable uh, investment for me here. Okay. Um, so I bet both green, green guys. Yeah. Those are your classics. If you had to go with like a... Just pick a color lightsaber. What do you think you would go with then? Just a color? Well, like like off the beaten path of your standard green, red, blue, Sam Jackson. Are one. we considering purple? And that's the, the color path? I would have gone with too. I tell you what. 
Shout out to Hauser if you haven't uh, watched Bad Batch. Ooh, it's not really a spoiler, the but teal. A teal. Yeah. I'd go with the teal. Teal's a good one. Oh, yeah. The other one, like. How about a different blue, too? Like a baby that's blue. That's the one. Like, I was thinking like a dark, like, oh, okay. royal blue. Like a navy blue, cool. maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. That would be very tasty. All right. Um, but yeah, I think if I have to go with traditional cards, green is the obvious choice for me. God, yeah. Return of the yep. Jedi is just my shit, man. Yep. I love Luke. Luke rules. All right. So, question two. Would you rather have tickets to the Geonosis Gladiator games from Attack of the Clones or that weird bubble opera from Revenge of the Sith? Your tickets would be in the same box as Palpatine and Anakin, so you could chime in however you want. Well, if I get to sit with Palpatine and Anakin, oh, yeah. and I get to hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, 100% I'm going to the bubble opera. Yeah, And, uh, and if I had my choice, honestly... That or the Geonosian, I, I would 100% go to the bubble opera because can you imagine how hot it is on Geonosis? The only way I would pick Geonosis is if I knew it was the same Geonosian gladiator, gladiator thing where the Jedi like come flying down from the sky. That would be cool to see. But if it's just your normal gladiator, we're going to tie three people up and have animals have yeah. at it. I'm going Palpatine all the way. I feel like you would 100% get like shot with a random blaster oh, yes. fire or something if you're on the Genosis one. Yeah, I think the bubble arena would be great. Yeah. Especially just seeing just the, the grooming of Anakin up close and personal. I remember very interesting seeing stuff. Seeing Revenge of the Sith in the theater, in that scene, I remember thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what's going yeah. on here? It I was wasn't, like, stuff. mad or, like, disappointed in any way. I was just like, I was not expecting anything like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was something else. An interesting scene. I love how Anakin, like, runs in there, too. Like, can't miss the start of the <laughs> bubble opera. Just running in there. It's very interesting stuff. Like, he was in a hurry, and other people were just lounging around. They didn't care. Anakin, I don't know. He, I don't know. Didn't want to miss it. Um, so, thanks for reaching out, Wade. We really appreciate it. Send us some clone names, Wade. Come on. Oh, he's got some good ones. And go get Noah to review us. What the hell? <laughs> All right. Um, so... Matt, from from a certain point, askew, reached out to us. Um, some clone names on here, so I'm going to skip that part. We'll save that part for later, but I'm going to read just a little portion he's got here. Hi, fellas. Getting more of Tarkin's backstory with the Clone Wars made me wonder. You think he got his head kicked in a lot as a kid, and that's what turned him into a sociopath, or is it something else? I get a feeling he spends his spare time eating soup and watching videos of loft cats being skinned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> um, my thing with Tarkin is, okay, so my buddy Nick, who I've talked about before, yep. Guitar Hero Nick, yep. we have another buddy, right, that he lived with for a while who had a kid. And one day, uh, Nick came home, and our buddy was playing Warcraft, as he does, on the computer, or watching a movie, I think it was. It's like watching some movie. And Nick walks into the kitchen, which is adjacent to the living room there. And his kid, probably two years old, is just in a high chair, right? Pointed directly at the wall, like a foot away. <laughs> oh, my God. And so the kid was just like sitting by himself, <laughs> just staring at the wall. That's going to be my dark side moment of this episode. <laughs> I bring that up because I think that's what happened to Tarkin a lot as a kid. Just like, oh, yeah, here, eat your mac and cheese while staring point blank at this fucking wall in your oh high my chair. God. Very strange stuff. That would stuff. make sense. That would create a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think there were some development issues with Tarkin. Yeah. He clearly has not developed empathy. 
I think it was uh, not so much head injury, but more so uh, just emotionally neglected. Yeah. Or like very strict parents. <laughs> I've been listening to that <laughs> that podcast I recommended it ago, uh, Behind the Bastards. I've oh, been yeah. listening to that more and more lately. And he does a couple of really good episodes on like the like <laughs> the Nazis that like weren't really Nazis. And it was just like the upper middle class Germans in like 1938 that were like, yeah, the Nazis, they seem a little like rough, but... I mean, the taxes are getting better and stuff. It's just the people that, like, let them kind of ascend to power. Because it didn't affect their personal interests. And he talks a lot about children in Germany during that time that, like, just had extremely stern dads. Like, that was the norm. Yeah. And so it just made it easy to, like, accept what was going on. Sure. And that's what I see Tarkin. I bet Tarkin's dad was just a just a horse's ass. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so glad I could get the dark side <laughs> moment of the week out of the way in the mailbag. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's a great dad. Like Nick was around all the time. He's like, oh yeah, he'd play with him and stuff, but I don't know what the fuck was going on that day. <laughs> Sometimes you get tired as a parent, <laughs> but right. Just <laughs> like what? If you just walked into a house and saw that. What a good kid, though. Just, yeah, I'll make the most out of it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, <laughs> so, that was, yeah. So, I think Tarkin was probably just, you know, they didn't socialize him. <laughs> yeah. You know? And any social experiences he had were probably negative ones. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he turned. Or he got kicked in the head a bunch. I don't know. The guy sucks either way. Yeah. The, what's that called? It's Eventually, like, you stop making excuses and you just say, ah, they're kind of a shitty person. something called, like, uh, I think it's the devil's triangle or something devil's triangle or something like that and it's like every serial killer shares like three attributes oh okay it's like uh bedwetting uh torturing animals and head injuries like every like every single one like those are three common threads every single one like pretty much i think like dahmer uh all your big boys like dahmer bundy the heavy hitters john wayne gacy like all of those guys I don't understand the fascination with serial killers in this fucking country. <laughs> I, I honestly think it's weird it's and kind of gross. It's interesting. Like, I find myself fascinated with it, but uh, like, yeah. I don't get the people that like want to buy memorabilia and what like weird fuck? shit like that. But if you're a listener that buys memorabilia, keep listening. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love the memorabilia. Don't count also when we uh, start selling merch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Time Warp, same song as last week. Oh, okay. Um, I, we could do the movie, I guess. I don't think there's a there's like a zero percent chance you guessed. Maybe we'll try it because if you guess this one, I'm not gonna play the fucking drop. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. Time warp. Okay, so Citadel Rescue, season three, episode twenty, March eleventh, twenty eleven. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I did your part. No, that's fine. That was, that was, yeah. So Born This Way is still your number one song. Um, By but the movie Lady Gaga. Okay, this movie was like, I looked it up because I had forgotten it even existed. Um, one of the stars of the movie was in the greatest Batman movie. Christian Bale? No. Uh, uh, Harvey Dent. Oh, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yep, so stars Aaron Eckhart. And I got the vibe that it was like Independence Day. Okay. This movie. I know what movie you're talking about, but I can't remember the title of it. It's called Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. Yep. 
looks terrible. I remember that movie coming out. And that's when Aaron Eckhart was like... Big they, time. They were trying to make him like... The thing. The next. Yeah. After Dark Knight, like, they were really trying to say Aaron Eckhart was like the next big thing. Yeah. And it just... I mean, he was in... I don't think... Well, I think... He's a good they, actor. It just never really took off. I think they... They were trying to make him like a mainstream, like, action guy. And, like, that's what I think that movie was. And he's a great actor... And I think he still has like a good career, but it's yeah. all like kind of like you're more like mellow kind yeah. of roles. That's kind of what I see from him. Though. Like I, I don't see him as and like it's not like he's he's got the look. I just just a vibe yeah. about him that doesn't scream action. Yeah, you know, like his a perfect movie for him is like Thank You for Smoking. Did you ever yeah, see that? Like I did. that was a yeah. great movie. Yeah, and he's perfect in it. Yeah, and, but yeah, like Harvey Dent was the perfect yeah, role yeah, for him. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he's not he couldn't be Batman. No, he could not be Batman. And I think it's kind of good that they didn't move forward with any more Harvey Dent. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't see him going all in for a full two and a half hour movie. Yep. That would have been tough. He did a good job, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's your time warp. Didn't even play it. Should we just get into the episode? Yes, please. All right. Let's do it. Do it. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello now gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. The intro keeps getting better. Yes, it does. Just what can slowly, we add to it? Slowly peppering things. Can I listen by. to the Rebels theme before? No. I can't Boy. listen to the theme. I don't. Th- I can't even remember what the theme is. You can listen to the theme. I don't give a shit. I should be able to at least listen to that yeah, and maybe yeah, start, yeah. you know. I got a year. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. So, yeah, we're going to have some revamping to do once we get to Rebels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like Kramer when he unplugs the set on the Merv Griffin. <laughs> we're going to retool. <laughs> oh, what a yeah. great show. We should just have a Seinfeld show that we do as well. You know, we reference it so fucking much I on know. this show that we should just do a sign cast. <laughs> a sign cast. That was like the original working idea. It was. It was a sign cast. Okay. Instead, we watch a kid's show where they shoot people in the face. <laughs> All right. And people fall to their deaths. <laughs> That's funny. Free balling, baby. <laughs> um, so Citadel Rescue, Season 3, Episode 20, March 11th, 2011. So where we left off, um, they had just escaped from the landing platform that they were trying to get to after Echo sacrificed himself yes. by drawing fire to the ship they were trying to yeah. escape. <laughs> Did you watch that back? Gold star, Echo. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it back. I, I said I was going to watch it back to see if maybe he overheard Tarkin's brilliant idea. I don't think he did. Okay. Um, well, I was watching it on mute when we were recording the last episode. Sure. And I didn't. I just, it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it was. It it, it seemed, I mean, it was brave what he did. He had the right idea. I just, just don't know. Didn't if it didn't make sense. It didn't make much sense. Kind of needless death. Yeah. Or not death, but, you know. Anyways. So they escaped into the caves, and they're kind of working their way through there, and that's where we begin this episode. Uh, even Peel pages the council and speaks with Mace Windu and Yoda. Um, they are told that Plo Koon is currently en route, and they're given a rendezvous point, and it's basically this island. What kind of, you know, you, you, we come to find out it's like a, it's, it's an island in the middle of like a lava lake. Yeah. Almost, like a lava pond. It's like I they, guess. C- they couldn't make it 
any harder for them to get to a rendezvous point. But when you get down there, it kind of makes sense because there's like these spikes yeah, that yeah, protrude. Yeah. It would be very hard to like get there to the ship. But I don't know. I don't know. But yes, we'll get to that part. Um, so shortly after they're giving this, given this information from the Jedi Council, a bunch of commando droids attacks, uh, droids attack them in the caves, and fives. Um, Probably heartbroken right now, to be honest. Yeah. Poor Fives. I know. He's the only one left. Yeah. Wow. Poor guy. But uh, good soldier marches on, and he takes out a shit ton of these commando droids, all of them, actually, with a thermal detonator. Thermal detonators should be the dark horse of the of the arc. No kidding. Of the arc. Not all-star. If R2 wasn't it, they'd be the all-star of the arc. We should add that in. All-star and dark horse of the arc. <laughs> Just give ourselves more work and yeah. just drag these episodes out <laughs> even longer than they've already been. Um, so, yeah, Fives takes them all out with a thermal detonator. Um, so, crisis averted. Uh, we get to the landing platform, and our favorite psychopath, Aussie Sobek, is giving some orders, and he's got a bunch of his troops with him, and he gets a page unexpectedly that just gets shot right through to him. On the hollow, where else? <laughs> He's got no yeah. no one screening his calls now. No one screening his calls, and Dooku's just coming right through, and we get our first clip of the episode. Come, Dooku, my lord. Amanda Sobek, you've been avoiding my transmissions. My deepest respect. I was hoping to surprise you with good news. Good news would indeed be a surprise. Have the prisoners been captured? Not yet, my lord. We've located their position, and my droids are moving in now. I need not remind you that the prisoners are carrying secret hyperspace coordinates into the core systems of the Republic and our separatist homeworlds. This Thank information will allow us to launch a surprise <laughs> attack on Coruscant, striking a crippling blow to the Republic <laughs> and the Jedi. In case someone's tuning in. Yes, yes mid, my mid lord. I will see to it that they are soon back in our possession. You should know, Commander. Right now, your honesty is the only thing keeping you alive. <laughs> so it's almost like they took the opening narrator lines... And, and just, just gave them to right Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but after he gives us gave us the synopsis of what's been going on, really, I love that last line. This is the only thing keeping you alive. Yep. You're, it's like, wow. Dooku you, is not fuck. Dooku does not like Aussie Sobek. Did you notice too, like the entire time it shows Aussie Sobek listening to Dooku, his eye starts twitching. Like, I didn't notice he that. has an eye twitch. Really? Yeah. Like the entire time, I did watch his jaw doing some interesting things too, like where he like kind of like moves it around, kind of like nervously, and yep, yeah. So Asi Sobek is scared shitless by Dooku. Yeah, like we've seen it before. He gets really pissed when Dooku gets potted through to him without warning, ample warning, even though he's been given warning. (laughs) Basically, just blames everybody for anything (laughs) that goes wrong in his life. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I love that. Aussie Sobek's time is because I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> My Dark Horse Hero award is going to go to the droids working for Aussie Sobek who just figured out, like, fuck it. We're not talking to him anymore. We'll yeah. just patch, yeah. patch Dooku right in. Patch Dooku right through, and eventually this problem's <laughs> just going to take care of itself because Dooku's just going to behead the yeah, guy. Yeah. If these droids were smart, they would just help the Jedi get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah, we're, this is a real, some real tyranny going on here. Just leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Just leave us on our gumball here. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
Asi Sobek, mandate was given. Mandate, get 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 it on. I, I'm not, I got to stop the Corolla crap. He looks a little stressed. He does. Um, so we get to the Republic forces, and they're kind of walking around, um, and they come to this ridge. Um, and this ridge, they've, they've left the cave area, and they come out to this ridge where they suddenly get cornered by a shit ton of droids. There are a ton of those crab droids walking yeah, around. Yeah, a lot of these episode. spider crab droids in this episode. I think they can hang out in the lava. Like, yeah. That's the thing that makes them so... Uh, unique to this planet is they can go down in this lava and they don't get they can still it must function. be the case yeah so they get they get surrounded by a bunch of crab droids and uh some commando droids and all this stuff um so they're backed up against this ridge here so they're actually going to scale down to this ridge down to like what we'll call the shoreline <laughs> yeah of the lava river slash lake slash everything yeah like we'll call it a lava river but it turns into lake whatever yeah um, so they're going to scale down there, but they're going to need some cover to get down there in time. So <laughs> we have our three brave reprogrammed battle droids that R2 has been commanding along the way. And uh, Anakin gives R2 the order, said, hey, you got to get them to distract them while we scale down this so we can get down there safely and get out of here. So R2 gives them their final orders, and that's going to be our next clip of the episode. Fuck. God, I miss these guys. We understand, sir. We will delay the enemy as long as possible. Prepare for attack. It was an honor to serve under you, <laughs> sir. Keep moving! All for one and one for two. Now it's all for one and all for one. Oh, no. All right. Perfect line for them to exit on. Like, could, I could not have oh, written no. a better line. It, it just lined. I had to throw that in there right there. So, yeah, they get just fucking flattened. I it think is, they must have delayed them about a half a second. It was, <laughs> it was like instant death. It was perfect timing because it was the second I was like, God, it never it stops surprising me how competent yeah. these battle droids are. And as soon as I had that thought, they were like, here we go, boys. <laughs> and then immediately yeah. they get smashed. Like that line, the here, I'm going to, I'm going to hit this again here. So let's. Okay. That line right there, that line right there, like the other two were already dead when he said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, dude. Like, God, full respect to them. They did their fucking job. They did. That, they, but they really got mowed there. They had <laughs> they no <did>. chance. <laughs> they would have been better off just like throwing them down the ridge and just being like, okay, you might come in handy later. They would have had better chances if they threw the droids at the other droids. Yes. <laughs> that would have been like, what the hell? You know? <laughs> yeah. That would have done more. Like, it was a bloodbath. But <laughs> I love them. They they were great. They just got steamrolled. They were really great, and they were only appreciated really by R two. Yeah. Did you hear R 2s little like when they said it's an honor to serve? He goes, mm, you yeah. know, yeah. R two an honor to serve with you, yes. sir. I'm sure that they legitimately felt that way too, because yeah, R the only one that's shown them any kind of respect. Yeah. Uh, mostly disrespect from everybody. Obi Wan yeah. seemed indifferent to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just. It's too bad. Like, I can, you know, we talked about R2 going to the VFW, and he's got his, <laughs> his hat cold, on, cold having one. a cold one, telling old war stories. Like, <laughs> I can see R2 30 years down the line just talking wonders about his yeah. three battle droids. Yeah. 
God bless the blue boys. We hardly knew you, but you were fucking champs. Like, we have hated these fucking B1s for the entire series with all their fucking cringe. Nope. It's just, you just got to get the right people around them. Gone but not forgotten. Yep. Uh, I'll remember them forever. They are every bit as beautiful and brave as Gear Shift. So, <laughs> RIP to three kings. Um, so, as they're going and scaling down here after the droids Tarkin, just get crushed. Tarkin gets a piggyback ride from, from yeah. Anakin. First of all, let's, just, let's just throw it out there. Tarkin is a total, like, pussy. Yeah. Like, Tarkin sucks, dude. Yep. He's so weak as hell. And I do um, hope when that aired in 19... Or when that premiered in 1977 could you imagine being a time traveler and just telling everyone like at one point <laughs> grand moff tarkin got a piggyback ride from yes. darth vader <laughs> yeah <laughs> really good stuff um so as they're like going down on these cables and scaling this wall um one of the cables gets hit by a blaster fire and so it breaks and uh one of our pajama clones one of the naval leather helmet boys yep. and it looks like the the generic Cody, both <laughs> yeah, eat yeah, it. Yeah. So they fall probably hundred and so feet to their death and just plop on the ground there. Um, and so yeah, I mean, it, it what we didn't get any name yells again. We didn't get name yells. And now it would make it hilarious. It would have been funny if there name. were a name yell, especially as they're scaling down. If Cody would have been like crankshaft, you know, or toolbox, <laughs> <laughs> power saw, you know, <laughs> it would have been great. But we didn't get that, unfortunately. Um, also, kind of curious about the naval officers. I would have loved to hear yeah, yeah, one yeah. of their names. Yeah. Like, do they have crazy names? That was at one point we were joking that it would be great if all of their names were like Doug, boring, yeah, <laughs> like Phil, yeah, and Doug, <laughs> Power Saw, Doug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Um, but yeah. the sad part too is like they eventually once the rest of the crew gets to the bottom they have to like basically crawl over their bodies yeah and cody is really he picks up the big gun that one yeah. of them had and yeah. starts firing it was really great um one nice thing about when they're going scaling down the wall after r2 gives the orders he rockets down <laughs> yep it's so great r2 just lowers himself on his rockets um so yeah a couple clones eat it we lose them one of them was leather helmet boy with the pajamas we'll miss him um, but after that, they escape into a cave. Uh, we get back to some Jedi masters and they're going over strategy. We got Plo Koon. We got Adi Gallia. Kit Fisto is on a hollow and they don't even give him a line. They just yeah. apparently want to throw him in there. Um, and we also have the water Buffalo. Now I think you've been playing around with it. So why don't you just get to it and do it? Uh, dang it. I had it up and now it's gone. Ad- Adam's got the name up on the name pronunciator, I guess. Where do you find this name pronunciator thing? It's built in. You just uh, highlight the text and then... Uh, what, on like Wikipedia? Write, yeah, just white, right-click it and then go down to speech. Is this a Google thing? It's just anywhere on the... on the. It might be part of the Mac operating system. Oh, I got to get myself a Mac. And then you click and then it's... Sezitin. 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 His first name almost looks like Sesame. Sesame. Sesame Tin. So it's S-A-E-S-E-E. T-I-I-N. A lot of needless doubling up of letters. He's the fucking water buffalo. The buffalo guy, yeah. Yeah. He's Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Uh, Sesame. Sesame. Okay, so they're all going over strategy. Um, The water buffalo is going to be leading the fighter attack. And basically with the fighter attack, their purpose is to break through this blockade, at which point Plo Koon will be able to bring in a transport and get through to the extraction point. 
Uh, they do mention that if the team isn't there when they break through, they're probably going to have to abandon the mission. This isn't something that they can sit around and wait. Yep. Uh, but Plo Koon is confident that they will be there. Plo Koon has endless bounds of confidence, God, especially in Ahsoka. Um, so uh, we get over to Sobek really quick, and he releases something called Anubis. He said, release the Anubis to hunt down the Republic forces. Now, Anubis are basically like warthogs. Uh, Warthog dogs. They're like hyena wolf warthogs. Yeah. I just wrote down they look like Pumbaa from Lion King. Yeah. That's what they they look like like, to me. Kind of like the humpback, and they're very shaggy looking. Yeah. Um, But they're also like, have dog-like faces, and like one really big tooth underbite. My over, my, they're like a mixture of like four or five different animals. I'm going with... Warthog. And I can't remember if we've seen them before or not, but uh, I was reading about them on Wikipedia, and it says that Embo has, like, a pet one. And I was uh, thinking... you gotta bring that guy up? I was thinking about the Delaney episode, and I couldn't remember if he had it or not, but I kind of vaguely remembered it. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't have time to look it up, but... It looked like Puma to me, but uh, since you mentioned Embo... <laughs> Sorry to bring up a pet That's memory. two episodes in a row! I know. A memory that hasn't even happened yet. I know. She's still alive! Yeah, I know. Oh, Tekla. It's going to be a rough one. I love you so much, Tekla. You're my favorite. Don't tell the other girls. <laughs> How many of them have I called my favorite? All of them? All of them. Okay. I'm a problematic guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he releases the Pumbas, and they're going to go sniff things out. They're like hound dogs. They're yeah. going to go find them. Um, but they look pretty gnarly, and they look like they could fuck shit up. They probably weigh... 200 pounds yeah they're big guys they're big guys yeah. yeah they're big hogs some big old hogs um so we get to obi-wan he's leading the team through what i like to call the lava beach um and so it's like a shoreline it's like a shoreline on like this lava river yeah um it's the best way to describe it and we get some tarkin cringe tarkin is just whining endlessly he whines a lot in this episode no kidding yeah and this is gonna be our next clip this dude sucks what if your jedi friends are not there when we arrive keep moving and you won't have to worry about that tarkin yeah fuck you (laughs) why did master peel have to share half the intel with that guy it's like he's not even grateful we rescued him captain tarkin feels the jedi should be relieved from the burden of leading the war effort that's ridiculous maybe but we aren't soldiers we're peacekeepers the jedi code often prevents us from going far enough to achieve victory a rather simple point of view either way he is a good captain okay so anakin is just really getting horny for tarkin in this episode oh yeah it's crazy like yeah. just just and he's not even giving him anything to like respect no yeah Tarkin is like literally like the biggest bitch in this group. It's like he, like anytime there's a firefight, he cringes. It's just like Tarkin is the first person Anakin has heard that has just so blatantly been like, no, the Jedi are fucking stupid. And Anakin's yeah. just like can't get over it. Yeah. How awesome he thinks that is that someone would say it. Because Anakin like clearly like thinks it. Yeah. He agrees with pretty much everything Tarkin says yep. in these two episodes. It is great right after uh, Evan like says that thing to Tarkin. Oh, yeah. Ahsoka gives the biggest eye roll I have ever yeah, seen. Ahsoka is so tired of Tarkin's <laughs> shit. Everybody is tired of Tarkin's shit. I mean, Evan Peel, that is his captain. Like, yeah. that's his, like, go-to guy when he's been out on all these missions and stuff. And he's tired of his shit. Yep. 
everybody is tired of Tarkin shit except for Anakin. <laughs> it's like Evan Peel is about to just bump Tarkin into the lava yeah. river if Tarkin didn't have that yeah. secret roll on around yeah. in his head. Tarkin is very lucky that because I think he may have had an accident if he did not have that information. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, everybody's annoyed with him and fucking Anakin just like just fetishizing his worldview at this point. But Anakin is just drooling at the idea. It did really make me again want to see Vader and Tarkin together in Bad Batch. Oh at yeah, some point. I think we might get it. I just I what you really gotta throw so. Vader in there, man. I know you gotta. Like I, I, it's just such an easy opportunity to throw him in there. Yep. Um. So shortly after that clip, we get some howling in the distance, and that's your Anubas slash Pumbas coming for them. So they know that they're being tracked at this point. <laughs> I, I did recognize one of the sounds that they make, and they make a whale noise. They do. They do make like a. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to get a whale noise that I can play <laughs> I because I that's we've been referencing whales a lot lately. Yeah. We're big whale guys here. <laughs> I think we mentioned before, we're pro-whale in this podcast. We just podcast. need the soft, meditative music along oh, yeah. with it. Yeah, we need. <laughs> we talk about those buttons when you used to go to Target as a kid. Yeah, and yeah. They, in the CD section, they had like the mood buttons that you could hit. And like it would be like the rain, thunder, and jungle. all that. Yeah. Yep, jungle noises. Oh, man. I love those smooth sounds. I had one. I had the, the, uh, the wolf lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just soft music, and then oh, oh. When, sometimes when I read, I just put that shit on yeah, on Spotify, yeah. like the <laughs> thunder great. stuff. I love the thunder stuff. Um, yeah, so they're here in the hall in the distance. They know that they're being tracked at this point. Um, our next scene is we are viewing. Uh, we're in orbit with the blockade. So it's your standard separatist blockade ship with the ball in the middle and like the fucking donut with the bite, the taken donut out of with it. the bite taken out of it. Um, and we get to our favorite low energy battle droid, the Kobe Bryant <laughs> K2B4, speaking with Sobek on the hollow. And Sobek is putting this low energy battle droid in charge of this blockade, making sure. Now, they don't know that the Jedi are coming, but Sobek, he's competent enough to know that they're going to try to do something. So he's putting the low energy battle droid in charge of this blockade to make sure nothing gets past it. Um, so. We get back down to the uh, Republic group, and Anakin and Tarkin are chatting. And Anakin, we're going to get another clip where he just loves himself some Tarkin. You know, it's not wise to argue with Master Peel. (laughs) It's certainly not a good career move. General Skywalker, I stand by my principles, no matter what. Besides, I needn't worry about my career. I've fallen into favor with the Chancellor. He shall support me. Oh, I happen to know the Chancellor quite well myself. No, really. Really. Okay, just make out already. (laughs) I know. Like, seriously. He is quite taken with him. God, they're in love with each other. I know. Oh, you know him too? Oh, Chancellor likes you too. Yeah. Uh, You know, we have our Holy Trinity. Far superior to this Holy Trinity that's brewing here. (laughs) This is a satanic trinity. (laughs) Um... But in the background there, you might have heard a little bit of a rocket boost. That was R2 going over like a little lava pool (laughs) or something. He just, R2 uses his rockets for like half a second. He's a fucking king, man. God, R2 rules. Um, So, yeah, I love that with R2. (laughs) But, yeah, so like just more of just this horniness between these two. And it really is Anakin. Like, Tarkin likes Anakin. 
But Anakin is just fawning over him, like, oh, you're so cool, you it's know? Like he's looking at Tarkin like he's, like, some cool older brother. Yeah. It's very strange. But he's just a dweeb. Yeah. Like, he hasn't like, done Anakin, anything like, clearly cool we've talked about it before. Anakin wants a father figure. Yeah. A lot. Like, with Qui-Gon, he, like, latched on to, and, like, it's like, dude, you have the coolest father figure ever. You have the Stu John stud. Take your pick. If you if not Obi Wan, you got Mace. You yeah, got how many other? Well, Mace Jedi? hates him. Mace is the dad uh, that left for smokes and never went back. I know, but you would think yeah. that he would love the guy that's playing Seriously. hard to get. Yeah, <laughs> like you got a fucking dick right there. Yeah. You, you don't need Tarkin. You can just go hang out with fucking Mace and have him ignore you. Yeah, and just kind of sort of hate you. Very God, dude. But like Obi Wan Kenobi is your Jedi Master. Oh God, Mace would hate Tarkin. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh God, like. Dude, Anakin is just a lost cause. Yeah. Just a lost cause. Never never stood a chance. Poor little guy. Poor little Annie. Man. Anyways, um, right after that clip, Five notifies everyone that the creatures are gaining on them. Five apparently has like a sixth sense for these sorts of things. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, they're gaining on us. <laughs> I think we heard like a howl. Yeah, there's like some, va- but, some light noise yeah. in the background. But Fives knows that that sound is getting closer. Yep. Um. So, Anakin and Obi-Wan are actually going to be staying back to distract the beasts. And what the other group is going to do, they're going to go into this cave nearby, and they're going to get behind. So, they're, Anakin and Obi-Wan are going to draw the beast to them, but the, the beasts are going to go past this cave, which will allow them to attack the beast from behind. So, Anakin okay. and Obi-Wan are some, the bait. Some good old-fashioned ambushing. Yeah. Um, so, shortly after that, we see the Anubas slash Pumbas pass... Um, the rebel for Republic rebel Republic forces in the cave and Anakin and Obi-Wan begin taking on the Pumas. Now, for some reason, R2 stuck with Anakin yeah. and Obi-Wan. And it's just like, why didn't R2 just go to the cave? Because <laughs> I'm not going with those guys. Yeah. Like I, as soon as those Pumas showed up, I wanted R2 to just like hit the jetpacks and just like float above the battle. Yeah. Or something like R- what's R2 going to do? R2's, R2's uh, new rank has gone to his head. Yeah. He's like I'm going with the generals. That's I where can, I belong I can shock now. Things. <laughs> R2 like I love R2, but he's not nearly agile enough to fight this beast. <laughs> yeah. Like if the beast got attracted to R2, it would be over so fast. <laughs> but I don't know. R2, he might just throw some of that oil down, light him up. Yep. Who knows? Never underestimate R2. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I take that back. I'm sorry, R2. You're a gentleman. You're a scholar. You're a warrior. We love you. Um, yeah, so Anakin and Obi-Wan are taking on these beasts, and the second group starts heading there to uh, flank them and get them from behind. But as they're heading towards the beasts and joining Anakin and Obi-Wan in battle, they get attacked by those spider droids, or what do you call them? Crab droids? Crab droids. Yep, so the crab droids just drop out of nowhere and start fighting with them. So... Uh, Peel and Ahsoka start taking care of the crab droids, and uh, Peel orders them to move forward. He says, Ahsoka and I will take care of these. You go up forward and join Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, so they catch up with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Rex is absolutely beasting here, just shooting stuff and just kicking ass. Um, it, it turns out to be a pretty lengthy like yeah, it's action a, scene. Yeah, it is, a, it is a long action scene for sure. Um now, while this is going on, a bunch of the uh, segways show up. <laughs> yep. Now, we've been calling them speeders, but we're just going to refer to them as hover, spe- ho- hover segways from now on. The vehicle's name is, I looked it up, it's an acronym, uh, a STAP. Uh, a STAP. STAP. S-T-A-P. Uh, single Trooper Aerial Platform. Okay. So, some segways show up. <laughs> segways show up. 
Segway show up with some droids on him. Um, Rex is be- this is where Rex is beasting. He's just firing left and right with his two pistols, kicking their ass. Um, Tarkin has a gun at this point, and like just an idiot. Like yep. he's aloof. He doesn't know what's going on. Obi Wan has to push him out of the way. Does <laughs> Obi Wan get hit? I didn't see. It sounded like he got hit. He was like ah. As he pushed Tarkin out of the way, it sounded like he got hit in the leg, but then they'd never go back to it. So I'm guessing it missed him. I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tarkin is completely aloof, and he's about to get shot by one of these droids. Obi-Wan just dives in the way and saves his life. Um, after that, Tarkin finally does do something productive. After Obi-Wan pushes him on the way and saves his life, Tarkin does get a shot off that hits one of these droids. Yep. So congratulations, Tarkin. <laughs> You're not you've been weighing everybody useless. down, and you've been dragging Anakin further and further into the mud. <laughs> But you finally did something right. So um, Obi-Wan then begins beasting. Obi-Wan is a beast in this oh, episode. He does a move yeah. that is unparalleled. He jumps up on one of these fucking segways as it hovers by, and he does like a backstab he, into like, the droid. He he kind of jumps and like pushes off with his legs on a big like spiky rock, and he like cuts the head off of one of the droids on a segway, and that flies by him. And then he l- kind of lands on another <laughs> Segway and like does the like the backstab. Stab. Yeah. The backstab is badass. Um, also, one of the droids crashes and it's trapped under its fucking Segway for a second. <laughs> yeah. R two rolls up to it and just executes it with his electricity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the droid like kind of looks up. And yeah, and R two just nope. R two's. He must have set that thing to 10, man. They are Max level on R2 shocker there. This is the first time I have noticed. It's almost like they're animating some of these fight scenes to be used as B-roll for like trailers or commercials or whatever. Yeah. Because there was a moment where uh, one of those, the segues like goes and crashes kind of behind a rock, but the camera comes in on Anakin and he's kind of like, posed in like a superhero pose as like the explosion goes behind him yeah and like the whole obi-wan sequence too was like out of a trailer yeah but it was cool it was a cool fight oh, scene yeah. for sure um but yeah r2 the last kill r2 just executing this command droid <laughs> <laughs> um we get back to peel and ahsoka and they're taking out those spider crab droids so i call them spider droids for some reason um we have a straggler anuba that like i don't know if it like it, it retreated or from where the previous battle because things weren't going good there. Um, but there is one Pumba there and it attacks Peel from behind. Like yep. it sneaks up on him and attacks Evan Peel from behind and as bef- he's finishing off the last spider droid. Before that, he was going to town on yeah. those things. <laughs> he does yeah. this move where he like stabbed one towards the front of the face and then he runs under it yes. with his lightsaber yeah. still in it. Oh, he's chopping like, him in half. Cuts it in yeah. half. Um, but yeah, as he's fighting like the last one and taking it out, like the Pumba Anuba attacks him from behind and he gets ate up. He grabs him by the neck. Yeah. <laughs> the dog bites him in the Yeah, and you got to remember about Evan Peel. Like, he's like a, a Yoda on steroids. He's tiny. Like, yeah, he's probably like three feet tall and he probably weighs like 50 pounds. Yeah. And this beast just throws him around like a ragdoll, biting into him. Ahsoka's taking care of her last spider droid. Um, and so she eventually saves him and force pushes the beast away. And I don't know. She throws it over like a ridge. I'm assuming down below was assuming the that, lava. Yeah, yep. But they don't show it. Um, <laughs> Which I'm confused by because just like maybe a minute ago. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan kicked one right kicks into, the one lava. into the lava. Yeah. And they show every second of it. Yeah, they don't fuck around there. But it, when, uh, when Ahsoka did it, they didn't show where the beast ended up. But it's assumed that it's dead. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, she just she hits like a home run with the force <laughs> and just chucks it. Um, but yeah, so she saved him, but it's too late. He's like gravely injured here. Um, and we're going to get our next clip. I have to get help. No, don't leave. Listen to me carefully, child. The information. I need you to deliver it back to the council. I should find Anakin or Obi-Wan. They need to hear this. No. You must listen. But I wasn't assigned to the team. I lied just so I could be a part of the mission. Whether you were meant to be on this mission or not, you are now the most important part of it. Remember this. And see to it that the information I'm about to give you is revealed to no one but the Jedi Council. Okay, so Ahsoka now has the sacred hyperspace. Hyper routes. What do we call them? Hyperlanes. Yeah. Hyperlane information. The Nexus routes, I think it was? Yeah, the like Nexus routes. the specific route. name for them? Uh, yeah, we should probably play Dooku's clip again so we can get a <laughs> synopsis there. Do a much better job than I could. Um, so... We get to Sobek, and there's a droid reporting to him. Okay, but if you didn't get it, Peel died. He's dead. Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Uh, good on him for staying alive long enough to give her that info. Yeah. He just got mangled by a fucking just beast. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't hedge their bets a little bit sooner and maybe share that just on the Is off that not chance like one of them would have died. that like, you could trust with Kenobi... Any yeah. of them? Or Anakin. Any of them! Like, hey, guys, let's gather up really quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, whatever. Like, you, you can give it to Cody. It Cody's not like, going to talk. It does seem like a poorly planned out. Rex isn't going to talk. Yeah. Fives isn't going to talk. Yeah. They have all these people there that you could trust with this information. Yeah. And they're just like, no, we're going to leave it with the thumb. <laughs> And the and the fucking withering fucking corpse that is Tarkin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking like a strong wind would blow Tarkin into the fucking lava river. Ugh. Yeah, I don't get it. That's one of those plot things where you're like, hey. Yep. Like, yeah, but they really lucked out that he was alive long enough to relay this to her. They are lucky that we are his like are willing to suspend his much yes. disbelief. Well, you know, I mean, we just saw a talking like thumb die, yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> and that we don't have well, yeah, trouble with. It's out, it's out the window as soon as you hit play. Um, so, yeah, we get a droid reporting to Sobek that the Anubas have located the fugitives along the southern shore. They call it the southern shore, too, which yeah, I liked. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's nice. It it's is like a, a shore. Lava ocean. I was right. I was right. It yeah. is a beach side yeah. there. <laughs> it's a shoreline. Um, and Sobek is like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm taking this in my own hands. And he hops on one of the segways. Yeah. This is like an upgraded segway, too. Yeah. It's like a dark blue one, and it's got two cannons on it. Well, in like the rest of the commando droids, they have a sp- like specific special color segue. scheme so maybe yeah. they're like uh like special unit or something yeah so sobek gets on one and let me tell you when he's moving on these things it looks hilarious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we're just so used to seeing like the b1s with such their like slender figure yeah. riding on them that all of a sudden like a big chonk yeah like, riding he's kind of hunched too and he's like eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every once in a while when you see an adult get on like a tricycle it kind of like looks like yeah that. that's what it looks like um, so we get back to the group and Ahsoka is bringing the body of Peel back to the group and Obi-Wan gives a, oh no, <laughs> we get an oh no from Obi-Wan. Ahsoka 
says he died honorably. Anakin's like, what about the info? <laughs> like immediately Anakin's like, what about the info? So Soka informs them like, yep, I have the info now. Maybe at this point they might be like, hey, maybe you pass that yeah. to us, Tarkin, pass it around. Let's get this info going. Um, so they actually give like they take time to give him like a burial, <laughs> like a funeral. Yeah, they give him a, a funeral. funeral. So they wrap him up in some cloth. I don't know where they got the cloth, but they, they it's like a blanket that they wrap his body up in. And Obi's one's like, okay, we only have a moment. We're gonna have to take a moment for him, but then we got to get moving because I don't know. They're fucking fighting a space battle trying to save us right now. <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to have a memorial service the other thing, on this planet where we're fugitives from this ins- inescapable planet. The the other thing that I found puzzling was he, I don't know, he's got to weigh, what, 60 pounds, 70 pounds? Yeah. Like, if there, if there's anyone you could make the case for, like, hey, let's bring his body back to Coruscant yeah. to give him an actual funeral. You could put him like a backpack. Yes. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard to just... Sling him over. Yeah, just and sling him over. Him sling you. him over Tarkin's back, and Tarkin could just get some fucking lower body workout for once in his life. Yeah, Tarkin wouldn't be completely useless. Yeah, he could carry him around. Um, but yeah, so they wrap him up in like a blanket, and <laughs> they put him at the edge of this like cliff that it, it overlooks the lava river, and they just kind of like Anakin and Obi Wan just force push him off. Yeah. <laughs> And his body falls into the lava river. <laughs> Slowly goes over a lot of lava waterfall. Yeah, and then he his body, you see it fall down this lava waterfall. And this is strikingly similar to Boromir in Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. spot on with that. But I love how his... The, <laughs> The floating capabilities of his body. <laughs> he's very buoyant. Yeah, he's like extremely buoyant. Like you think it would just like immediately suck him into this lava and he would just melt. But no. He stays there for he a while. He stays there. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. He's <laughs> extremely buoyant. Ah, yes. The buoyancy of citrus. What's that from? Oh, it's a Mick Shedberg. Oh, is that? Mick oh, yeah, yeah, yep. joke. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at all the limes in this thing. <laughs> this thing's tropical. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it. Yeah. So they just like force push him off. He lands down in this lava and he just floats right into the lava waterfall, <laughs> yeah. falls down. Like you don't even see his body get consumed by the lava. It would be great if they got to the rendezvous island in Evan Peel was just like <laughs> circling the thing. Just circling the drain. <laughs> All the roads lead to Lava Island. During the final battle, he's just floating around the thing on fire. We should write. <laughs> we should write for the That would be hilarious. Just see his little it looks like Evan beat yeah. us here. You see Obi Wan like, oh no! And he just, you see Obi Wan get a stick and try to like push him down. <laughs> get in there. Um, yeah, where were we? Oh, so up in space, four Jedi cruisers arrive, and the fighters immediately take off. Um, the water buffalo makes a remark um, over his mic to Plo Koon, who's on the Jedi cruiser, that there have not been battles like these. Since the days of the old Republic. And I'm like, we've seen at least like 20 of these battles. That was <laughs> such a crazy line. It's like, you've been in, at war for at least like two years. And like, <laughs> yeah, 
I'm assuming there have been some pretty large-scale battles like this. Yeah, we've seen plenty of large space battles in the Clone Wars, right? Like, be- I think they, I think Water Buffalo, you know, we talked about how they just thaw clones out when needed. I think maybe they just recently thawed Water Buffalo out. It would out. be great if he said that, and Plo Koon was like, yes, we have, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is why we don't bring you yeah. on these missions. <laughs> like, Plo Koon just gets so pissed at him. Yeah. <laughs> Water Buffalo just... <laughs> Forgetting everything that happens. <laughs> he's got that. What's that? Uh, he's got the, the Will Smith movie thing. The CTE. Just forgetting oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Water Buffalo. But Plo Koon's like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, been a while. And I think Plo Koon's just like, God, just shut up. Go fight. Go fight. I love how he gives him like the death mission to just yeah, yeah. fly in head first into this blockade with a few fighters. Um. So, uh, the group arrives at the rendezvous point. Now, it's it's like this little island that's surrounded by the lava river. Um, and so, they shoot some tow cables over, and they just crawl over, like, you yeah. know. Uh, Tarkin crawls like a total slug. <laughs> and once he gets to the end, like, he has to be helped up by, well, by Rex. The other thing, too, is, like, okay, they, they attach those cables, and then the first two people they send over are one of the most competent soldiers and the guy that head contains the secret. It's like, if you wanted to maybe make sure that they are secure, send over some less important people first. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they ran out of pajama guys (laughs) or they have one pajama guy left. No, I think that I think both those guys got taken up by the craft. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was the crab one. And then also the other one fell to his death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now another thing backtrack or no the football bit. helmet guy still with them yeah we just saw him yeah <laughs> football guy still with them but this is once again just like i remarked in the other episode you never quite get a grasp of how many they have with yeah, it's like it I changes know. constantly it's so weird it's like they just couldn't decide on the numbers like you know did we have 40 to begin with and we're down to eight yeah did we have five to it's begin really with weird. and we fucking populated 10 more yep. like it's just all over the place with these episodes um. Yeah. So they shoot a tow cable over. Everybody's crawling over. Um. And the group continues to crawl over. And while this is going on, Sobek and crew arrive on their segways. Um. We get up to the space battle. Um. And there's a big battle going on. And we get a Wilhelm scream from one of the clone pilots yes, that crashes. Um. And the water buffalo is like, "Oh, uh, this isn't going very well. We're gonna need more time." And Plo Koon's like, "You don't got any more time. You got a breakthrough right now." And so Water Buffalo's like, all right, everybody, line up on me. Formation, blah, blah, blah. Everybody try harder. Yeah, we're going to try harder here. Um, so we get back to the island, and we're having a bit of an island battle between um, the Republic forces and Sobek's crew. Um, Obi-Wan is continuing. Obi-Wan is just beasting this episode, yeah. just jumping around, doing the backstabs, taking these out. Um, Anakin, of course, steals a Segway. These Segways always get stolen. Always. always. It never fails. Um, and <laughs> so Sobek's just like circling around taking shots at people and R2 fucking King. What R2 does is he's got like DJ equipment or something. <laughs> he shoots out like dry ice and just smokes up the area and it temporarily blinds Sobek. And so Sobek's kind of flying blind for a minute and fives notices this and fives just shoots Sobek out of the sky. And Sobek, when he falls fucking hilarious, he just like, he just, he was not made for this segue. It looks weird to begin with. And it looks like he's put, puttering around like slowly. <laughs> and he just kind of plops on the ground. It's really great. It's like a sack of potatoes. Yep. 
And so he falls down onto the island after five shoots him out of the sky. Um, and Tarkin has like an assault rifle on him. Like they, they're like, well, we're, we're, we're down so many clones at this point. We had to give one to Tarkin. So Tarkin is at like point blank range with Sobek and fires at him. He fucking misses. Yeah. I think he hits him in the ankle, maybe. No, he hits the ground next to him. Oh. So, yeah, Tarkin, point blank range, misses. Sobek, like, then charges at him and picks him up. And he's like, he's about to, he turns around, he's about to throw him in the lava. Like, Sobek is completely, like, zoned out of anything else going on around him. He just picks Tarkin up and he's like, if I can't have the info, no one will. And he's going to throw Tarkin into the lava pit. So, Sobek knows it's over for him. But he's going to take Tarkin out just to fuck everybody over. Um, but, like, right as he's about to throw him in, he gets a lightsaber through the back. And it's Ahsoka. So Ahsoka saved Tarkin's life. Tarkin was saved by everybody in this episode. Yeah. But Ahsoka, the one he's been complaining about the most, saved him in the end. Yeah. Um, so in, I watched the featurette on this. And Filoni talks about this episode. And the original ending was supposed to be... Uh, Ossie Sobek being there like after he gets knocked off his 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 segue he was supposed to be like kind of down and Tarkin was supposed to come up on him and Ossie Sobek was supposed to beg for his life and say like I'm defenseless and then Tarkin was supposed to just shoot him in the head like that was going to be the original ending but they thought about it and they thought like that might be a little too uh too much foreshadowing and the they thought that if they would have done that all of the jedi would have seen that and it might have tipped them off a little too much like these guys can't be in charge of the military so they didn't want to do that and so they came up with this plot point where ahsoka stabs asi sobek in the back and the only other jedi that we've seen do that move is anakin and so tarkin on the love boat yep the, the love boat greg proops guy yeah Oh, that was right when Satine confessed her love for yeah. Obi-Wan. Oh. And so Filoni used it. <laughs> yeah. Filoni used it as yeah. an opportunity to show that Ahsoka is learning some of these things from Anakin. Ah. And showing Tarkin, like, oh, maybe you're not a lost cause. Like, yeah. maybe you are picking up some of the good things from Anakin. Yeah. In his eyes. Love you, Duchess. You're my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah. So then we've heard that before, though. Like yeah. with Ahsoka, like, and Plo Koon made it a point. Like, you're taking on some of your master's... Uh, Less desirable qualities. qualities yeah. yeah. Um, so, right after this, Plo Koon arrives, and uh, just in time, because a ton of those crab droids show up out of the lava. Like, yeah. they can apparently, like, go in lava, so they're very versatile. What's, what's that country? It's like, uh, like Costa Rica or something. There's... A, there's some Central American island or country. There's just a shit ton of crabs. Where, like, every year there's like yeah. a crab migration and they just infest the city for yeah. like a day or two. That's what it's like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like he shows up in a transport ship. Your favorite, the transport yeah. ship. Yeah, um, the gunship. The gunship. And the, the spot with the interchangeable like mechanisms, they got the ball turrets swapped out for spotlights. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a search and rescue one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Right as he pulls up, a shit ton of those crab droids come out of the lava. And um, everybody hops on board. And Plo Koon pages Admiral Kovard. Yeah, it's the, fir like the first time I, that we've heard of him. This dude. this Co Coburn. Coburn. Now, this dude, he does not fit in this animation universe. <laughs> 
He does not look like a character from the Clone Wars. What are you talking about? Look at him. Uh, that's like old Coburn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was just like, what the what the hell? Like, who is this guy? I don't know. I didn't think he'd fit. Um, so everybody boards, and Admiral Coburn is notified to get ready. We're going to get the hell out of here as soon as we land. Um, so Water Buffalo and the fighters blow through the blockade and guide the transport out. The cruisers start taking some pretty heavy damage, but everybody escapes in time, and they jump into hyperspace and get out of there. So really successful mission for Plo Koon. Didn't lose a single cruiser. <laughs> saved everybody. Uh, and Less successful for the people on the Citadel. Big, yeah. Like, when they got on that gunship, I was like, there's only, like, six of them left. There's nobody We don't them. really know how many there ever were, I though. know. Like, you have the people that actually have lines that are actual characters, and then they just have, like, a ton of clones that are just like, oh, well, I have 12 now. Yeah. Nope, you got 36. It's just, it's all over the yep. place. They could never agree on a number, and they lost count of how many they lost and came with. So it was, it's just all this crapshoot depending on the scene and how big the force is. Um, we finish off our episode back on Coruscant, and I'm going to play a clip for you. It's the longest clip of the episode. It's about a minute and a half, but it's going to... It's a couple things. Tie stuff up. It ties a bunch of things together. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and play that for you. Of Master Peel's loss, we are sorry to hear. He will be missed. Because of his great sacrifice, we now have the Nexus route coordinates. Captain Tarkin and Ahsoka have each memorized half. Debrief them both. We must. With all due respect, Master Jedi, Oof. I was instructed by Chancellor Palpatine to bring the intel directly to him for debriefing. I promised Master Peel that I would deliver it only to the Council. And that's what I will do. Hmm. Personally meet with the Chancellor, I will. Decide what is best to do. We shall. Master Plo, there's something we want to ask you. Did you assign Ahsoka to the mission? So he gives her a look here. It appears I did. And, God, his voice is so cool. Based on what the look we were given, like, she kind of, like, begs him for a second, like, yeah, you did. He didn't actually send her. She A job well done, General Skywalker. I wish more Jedi had your yeah. military sensibilities. Perhaps I can inform the Chancellor of your valor. I'm not sure what to think of your new ally. Tarkin's walking away at this well, point. Well, I think we need people like him. This is a war. If we aren't willing to do what it takes to win, we risk losing everything we try to protect. Unfortunately, war tends to distort our point of view. If we sacrifice our code, even for victory, we may lose that which is most important. Our honor. All right, and that is your episode. So, a couple things to take away from that. One, with Plo Koon, uh, when they ask if he assigned Ahsoka to the mission, she gives him this look like, please say yes. And we find out, like, I was under the impression the whole time that Plo Koon pulled yeah. some shit, yep. got her in on the mission, but no. Like, Ahsoka snuck in on her own. It's very obvious based on the look she gets him. I don't him. know how she froze herself in, in carbonite. carbonite but... Yeah. Probably just slipped a fucking <laughs> some credits Ugnot. to the Ugnot. <laughs> yeah. Hey. hey <laughs> Grease the Ugnot up. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
also just more Anakin fucking creepiness with fucking Tarkin and just like flirting with his fucking authoritarian tilt. Yeah. Right in front of his cool dad, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and he had all the other dads there a minute ago, too. Also, Kit Fisto was there and once again got no lines. Yeah. Give Kit a fucking line. You just don't want to pay uh, Phil Lamar. Apparently. <laughs> But, yeah, um, was Water Buffalo there? No, they didn't invite him to the party. Plokoon <laughs> <laughs> after that yeah. bonehead line. Yeah, they put him back in the carbonite. <laughs> put him back in the carbonite until we need him. The next time they unthought him is to go fight Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> hey, Sesame, we got a mission for you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one, too, just yeah. right through the <laughs> chest. <laughs> or wait, no, is he the third one? I can't remember if he was the first. Was it the... Was it the uh, was the Dothramir the first one? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. He, either way, they unthought him and he died. So, um, yeah, so that's your episode. What do we got for an IMDb rating on this one? So IMDb has given this one uh, Citadel Rescue 8.3. So it is so a it, 0.1 uptick. It is the most highly rated Citadel. The other two are 8.2. Yep. Uh, what did I give last week? Sorry, I, don't, I know I do this all the time. You but. gave last week's a 7. 7. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 7.5. 7. 7.5. Um, honestly, I was ready for this arc to be over. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could have just taken the best of this episode and the best of last episode and made it a really good two-part arc. Um, I don't think it needed three parts. Yeah. It just seems stretched thin to me. And I was just, honestly, I was just kind of tired of it and ready to move on to the next story. Yeah. But it was still a good episode with some good stuff. Yep. Some good action. We had the water buffalo in action. Um, we got a Christopher Walken yeah. lizard. Yeah. Sobek just being Sobek. Yes. Him on the fucking Segway, though. I mean, that good really Lord. Funny. Hilarious. Just puttering around. It was, it was like a Segway that's running out of gas. It was fucking great. So 7.5. What do you got? Uh, I went with we're like same ratings, just a point apart. So I gave the first one an 8.5. Second one an 8. I'm giving this one an 8.52. Really? So, yeah. You liked it that much. Well, I mean... In hindsight, I think I was a little high on the last ones, but after I gave the last one an 8, I got to give this one an 8.5. Sure. I mean, it's got... I thought there was a lot more action. Some of those action scenes were super yeah. sweet. And we get, like, a space battle in the mix, too. Like, yeah. that aspect of it I thought was awesome. Um, just that Obi-Wan move alone. Was... Yeah, Obi-Wan, total beast in this episode. Yeah. And some of the space stuff was super cool. I yeah. like them coming out of the ships. Some of the maneuvering when they turn the the bellies of the star destroyers to the blockade as they were trying to get away. was super cool. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it already. So a 7.5 and an eight, maybe one day 8. we'll 5. get five. Oh, an 8.5. Maybe one day we'll get on the same exact page. It's been a while since we've equaled each other in yeah. ratings. Someday we will return. We'll get there again. We'll get there. Always look on the light side of life. Alrighty, light side moment of the episode. Um, some good contenders here. Uh, I'm gonna go with so back on the segue. I don't know it just made me laugh. I, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. There was a lot of contenders. Um, the battle droids charging in, all for one, one for all. Fucking lovely. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Just so back when he when fucking five shot him out of the sky and he ate it. Oh my god, it's just so funny. <laughs> it's like he fell straight down. Yeah, he just plops. <laughs> 
And it's funny, too, because he's moving probably like five miles per hour on the fucking Segway. Like, R2 didn't need to release the dry ice to distract him. Like, you should be able to fucking shoot this guy out of the sky. Like, we've seen Rex pull some fucking shit with his blaster, with his pistols. Five's very capable. It was just... But then once he's driving, he's flying so slow. And then once he gets hit, he just plops. So he just goes from like zero to 60. And it's fucking great. So that's my light side. What's yours? Uh... I went up with that, just that one move by Obi-Wan was so sweet. Oh, The yeah. jumping off and, like, taking out the yeah. two uh, segways. Yeah, Obi-Wan is not using his defensive style in this episode. No, he's he very much kicking ass. Yeah. yeah, he's going all out, balls to the wall. Very good stuff. He's really cool. Oh, yeah. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moment of the episode. Um... I'm going to go with uh, the Anuba mauling. Anuba Evan. mauling? Yeah, Anuba maul, 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 whatever. <laughs> the Anuba absolutely mauling. Shaking him by the neck. Yeah, uh, Evan Peel. Just throwing him around like a rag doll, biting into him. Like, they didn't show, like, blood or anything, but this guy had to have just been, like, <laughs> dripping with it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's my dark side moment. Uh, I went with them... Them basically having to step over the bodies of their fallen comrades. Oh, Literally yeah. fallen comrades. Yeah. And they made it look very nice. I'm sure it wasn't that nice in actuality. Yeah. Like, when they got there. It'd be great to see, like, the gruesome reality of the show sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they don't show it. The cartoon just made it look like they were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they felt, like, 200 feet, yeah, 100 feet skulls at least. must have exploded like <laughs> cantaloupes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, Rex. Oh, no. You got to get it up. Sometimes you got to get it up. Cheap Whale noise. Another whale noise. All right. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um... A lot of good candidates here on this one. Um, man. Gosh. It's a tough one. It, I had a hard time a picking. Tough one. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to give it to Leather Helmet Pajama Clone. Leather Helmet Pajama. Because of all the, the snuff that's going on here, just people getting off, and we don't know how many people are ever in this party or not. Still standing tall at the end. Yeah. Somehow survived. He's the the lone guy. The lone pajama man. Maybe maybe it's the helmet. Yeah. Maybe he was the only Did one wearing the helmet. Did he still have the helmet on? I, I saw it as he was crossing. There you go. <laughs> that helmet. Would have been great if they had him just get hit with a blaster bolt right in the head and he just the shook lifesaver. it off. <laughs> the leather helmet. The leather helmet stops all. Who do you got for Dark Horse? Uh, just because we're not going to be able to give it to him again. Uh, I went with Evan Peel. All right. I went with Evan Peel. He, he showed some sweet lightsaber moves. Sure. Taking out the crab droids. And we found out he's very buoyant. So <laughs> yeah. That, he provided a good laugh in the end. Yeah. In the end, he defeated Lava. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy's just taking victories with him to the grave. So <laughs> good for you, Evan Peel. Adam's Dark Horse Hero of the Week. And Leather Helmet Guy, fucking king. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get All right, so we got All-Star of the Week. Um, 
R2 is really showing me something in this episode. Yep. Now, we know R2 is going to get it because R2, one, the dry ice, the DJ stuff. Like, he literally, he pulled the fucking dry ice out of his ass and just started shooting it into the sky. He just goes the extra mile every time. But I am going to give a co-all-star of the week. And I think it's because they're a team. R2 (laughs) and his battle droids. Yep. God bless the battle droids. R2's platoon. Yeah, R2's platoon is my all-star of the week. Commander R2 and his three battle droids just really fucking home run after home run in the last three episodes. And they went out like absolute champs. A you know, for effort. They didn't, didn't slow well, him down by much. But Yeah, I know. But <laughs> it was fucking great. Like, they totally deserve our praise and love. Like, they fucking rule. We're going to give them one of now these. Yeah, so all for one, all for the way they went out, too. I know. After his two buddies were already dead, it's all for one all and for one, one and it is dead. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the all the all stars of the week, R2's platoon. Who do you got? I really did not mind the droid cringe with those guys. No, they're enjoyable. I'm the same as you. I, I went exactly the same. Yep. R2 just ruled, and then his his crew, too. Yep. Home Even runs. in the end. They didn't hold on, hold him off by much, but yep. boy, I'm going to miss him. <laughs> they were great. Should have kept them around. It would have been fun to have. They'd be an interesting dynamic yeah. to incorporate. Maybe Anakin would show them some respect at some point. Oh, they, maybe R2. It's amazing how Anakin respects Tarkin, but and, doesn't respect these droids. And R2. Yeah. Like, Anakin has stood up for R2 in the past. Yeah. But even just the Tarkin thing, the dynamic of, like, the rudeness he showed those droids that are completely helpful and just doing their job and just the psychopath Tarkin who like <laughs> yeah. clearly is this just menacing evil piece of shit. Anakin's just all over him. So droids one more time now for you. I'm really glad that I've got to use that for the last few weeks. Yeah. Very nice. Bring it it's back. It's been a while. It's bringing it back. Oh, uh, let's give it one of these. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's for you, Jaylee. Um, all righty. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. <laughs> I'm a model. You know what I mean? My little turn on the on the catwalk. On the catwalk, yeah, I do my little turn on the catwalk. Introduce myself. Alright, good hood. Who's the fashionista of the episode? Who was looking hot? That's going to be my new thing. <laughs> Who was looking hot? Um, some good, good hood candidates here. Um, I'm going to give it to Evan Peel. Evan Peel. Looking really fancy when they wrapped him up in that blanket they pulled out of their ass. <laughs> Just <laughs> going out in style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck to him even when he was... I just love how he on floated fire. on lava. That's great. <laughs> just this little, how is that possible? Just this little potato traversing the <laughs> lava river. <laughs> Who do you got? Uh, I went with fives. Just because okay. it's an opportunity to call out all the arc trooper armor. Yeah, I was going to... Did I go... No, I went with Cody last episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, fives looks good. Fives was looking good. Yeah. And he kind of has a similar color scheme to uh, Rex, but yep. it was just different enough. And he also has the cool kilt as well. Yeah, the coda. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 And the shoulder pads. Yeah. Very cool. And he's got some helmet design that's yeah. like unique. 
Yeah, when some, they were giving fives got, as gear. He's got some diagonals yeah. across him, yeah. too. When they were giving fives as gear, he was like, give me whatever makes me weigh 700 pounds more. <laughs> Just throw it all on me. Fives has got it all going on. I want on. it all, baby. Yep. Love you, Fives. Very good. I do believe that we have one of these. Last chance. Bop, 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 bop. All right. So, who are you? We're after guess the voice actor. Um, and we're doing Sobek, right? Ossie Sobek. Ossie Sobek. So, who is Ossie Sobek played by, or what character are they famous for? And last week, I guessed D. Bradley Baker, right? Yep. Which is apparently what I just guessed for everything yes. at this point. Um, so, and you did we, say. We do know that he voices another. An, Another major character in Clone Wars. Okay. Did we mention this person in this episode? That's what I have a question for. We mentioned the character, not the person. So they play two characters in this episode. Yes. Is it the guy that plays Dooku? No. Damn. Who is it? It's the guy that plays Obi-Wan Kenobi. No. If you can believe it. No. James, That's great. James Arnold Taylor. James Arnold Taylor. That's great because... Last episode, when they take Kenobi and crew into custody, Obi-Wan walks into the bridge and Sobek's like, arr, arr. and Obi-Wan's like, you know, with a guy with such a sweet voice, I oh, thought you would. I didn't even put that together. That's fun. That's why you show up <laughs> for the clone cast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Very good. And apparently when he was trying to put together the voice for Sobek, mm -hmm. uh, Dave Filoni pointed out, he was like, James Arnold Taylor is such a talented voice actor, and he does the most spot-on Christopher Walken impression I've ever heard that I suggested to him, why don't you just do Walken, but just change it up a bit? Yeah. Like, do the same cadence as Walken, so but just the, make it deeper yeah, and more He gave menacing. it Walken with the Pacino paint. Yeah. yeah. Now, is Walken, like, just the most famous impression for everybody to do? He just I've has, seen so many good ones. I know. He just has such a unique voice yeah. that, yeah. Have you seen Kevin Pollock's? Oh, yeah. It's Ooh, phenomenal. Very good. Yeah. All right. So that's very interesting. Kevin Pollock has made a career out of impersonating. I mean, he's been in some good <laughs> movies. But yeah, I mean, I think at this point, he's actually more well-known. For his walking yeah, impression? For his yeah. walking impression. You die in childbirth. Might as well. So uncivilized. He dies. He dies. Alrighty. Death of the episode. Um, I'm going to give it to the the pajama guy and the Cody knockoff that fell to their death. <laughs> they it do like been, a... <laughs> I wish... I just wish they would have yelled out their names. Yeah. It would have made it so much better. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like... <laughs> Voltage! Voltage man! Voltage! <laughs> Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> Nine volt! <laughs> Kevin! That would have been great. Um, but I, I don't know. I got to give it to them. There was a lot of death in this episode, but that one was probably the closest thing to comical. That's what I, I would give to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it went right into the, the droids just getting overrun immediately as well, <laughs> but which was hilarious, <laughs> but like, I really like them. So I'm not going to give it to them. Yeah. Who do you got? I went the same as you. All right. All righty. <laughs> Yoda, Chewbacca. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. What do you got for a tagline this week? For Citadel Rescue, we had, without honor, victory is hollow. Cool. And your guess was, I think somebody's going to have to sacrifice themselves to get everyone out of this place. Okay. And then you said, I'm going with Thumb Man. 
<laughs> well, I predicted Thumb Man's demise, but and he didn't you, sacrifice himself to get everybody out there. And then you said, but he's going to uh, he's going to be doing something honorable. He's going to be doing the honorable thing. I mean, he was. I mean, he was yeah. staying back and fighting the hogs. And he and held the, I mean, out, the spiders. He held out death long enough to give Ahsoka yeah. the, the code. So, yeah, yeah, I'll give it to you. That was close. That's yeah. close. I, I predicted Thumb Man's demise. That's pretty good. That's yeah. got to count for something. What do we got next week? Next week we have Without Humility, Courage is a Dangerous Game. Without Humility, Courage is a Dangerous Game. Why do I always have to say this sounds like Anakin doing something stupid? Because it's, it's pretty the, much it's always the, yeah. Anakin doing something stupid. You know what, I mean, let's do a moonshot, though. Fuck yeah. that. I'm not going to go with that. Without Humility. I love the moonshots. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Dexter Jetster. <laughs> <laughs> is going to yes! be is going to be visited by uh, the local regulatory agency. <laughs> um, and they're going to demote him from an A-rated restaurant yeah. to a B-rated yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Oh no, Zagat's is going to be there to review his <laughs> restaurant, and he's going to have a chance to uh, slip some coin to the Zagat's reviewer. But he's going to. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're nailing this one. Yeah. So yeah, Dexter Jetster fails the health food and the the food safety inspection, and uh, Dexter's Jetster's diner gets shut down um, next week. All right. That, that's stupid. Tune in and find out if Tom is correct. Hundred percent incorrect. It is uh, same viewing order, so it's next in line. Uh, season three, episode twenty one, and that is called Padawan Lost. Definitely sounds like a Dexter Jetster episode. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Shoot us an email. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. We've been getting a bunch of them, and we oh, yeah. have been Keep it coming. Them. Send us some more clone names. We'd, uh, we're going we're gonna to run those soon, but we'd like to get a few more out there yep. give us more time. All right. Uh, uh, clonecastpod at uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yep, and leave us a five-star review on Apple or whatever, whatever podcast platform you're yeah. listening to us and on. Let us know we when you really do it so we can check you out. All right, so we'll see you next time for Padawan Lost. Until then, may the sesame buffalo be with you. Frazier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day? Now it's over!